0: Hi, guys, welcome back to Psyched Combos on Psychology, Relationships, and Personal Growth. I'm Nicole.
1: And I'm Laura.
0: And today we have a special guest with us. We have Cassie Sharp, and she's going to be talking with us about holistic health. Before we get started on today's uh, episode, I just want to do a quick reminder. So, when this episode comes out, there are only two days left to join the Illuminate Your Inner Light program. So once again, that is working on self-esteem. It's going to be three months with us and you're going to be getting group calls. You're going to be getting video modules. You're going to be getting journal prompts and workbooks, um, a private Facebook group, and you're also going to be getting 24-7 email support from us with anything that's coming up for you. So if you are looking to improve your self-esteem, if you're wanting to learn how to love and accept yourself and really uh, work on that and focus on that, this program is a perfect fit for you. So go ahead and join. At the link in our bot in the show notes, and otherwise, we will go ahead and dive into our episode. Uh, we are talking with Cassie Sharp today, and it's a really great episode all about holistic health. So, hope you guys like it. Let us know what you think. Okay, so. Hi, Kelsey. Thank you for joining us today. We're super excited to have you on. So can you go ahead and introduce yourself a little, talk a little bit about your background and kind of what got you interested in what you're doing now?
2: Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, Thanks so much for having me. Um, I am a women's health pelvic floor physical therapist by trade, I guess you could say. Um, And I now... I still do some pelvic floor physical therapy, but on my own, I have a cash practice and I mostly treat women online these days. So I started doing health coaching and I teach yoga and I've just kind of combined all, these, all of these things to help women a little bit more holistically and specifically focusing on women with anxiety and overwhelm. So currently I have um, mostly an online practice, especially since some things that have been going on lately, I did have some in-person, but now I'm switched mostly to completely online.
1: Right. (laughs) So, um, what made you transition from the physical therapy to more of a health coaching?
2: Yeah, so I actually was inspired by um, a fellow physical therapist. Um, Her name is Jessica Drummond. And when I was in physical therapy school and we were at our national uh, conference, I met her um, and she kind of changed my life a little bit in terms of what she was doing. And so now she actually creates one of the programs that teaches you how to be a women's health coach. And that was just really inspiring to me at the time, just hearing her story about treating people a lot more holistically and looking at the whole story and really the nutrition piece. So her thing is nutrition and she treats pelvic pain, um, but looking at more than just what we were learning in physical therapy school. So taking it much a step further. And I was always really interested in nutrition and just more um, exercise and things like that, that physical therapy school is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So I was really inspired by her. And I just always had that in the back of my head as I started becoming a pelvic floor physical therapist. And I kept kind of following along with her. And then eventually, once I was a physical therapist, I decided to um, start working on a health coaching program and try to start implementing health coaching um, practices into my current practice. Um, and where I was working at the time, and I just found that it was extremely helpful. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so can you talk more about exactly, like, who do you work with now, and who's your main, I guess, client that you're working with, and what do you find to be their biggest issue, or what they're struggling with, or even what they think they're coming with, but then what they actually are struggling with? Yeah,
2: for sure. So, you know, when I was just I don't want to say doing regular physical therapy, but I did um, home health. I've worked in nursing homes. I've done like outpatient ortho, outpatient pelvic floor. And before I started really learning about all the health coaching piece, a lot of my patients, you know, as, as providers, a lot of times it's like, okay, you're not going to do what, uh, you know, I asked you to do, like, I can't help you. It's like, mm. there's, there's something wrong with that. Like there's a piece missing there. And the health coaching allows you to say, okay, well, why can't you do this exercise program? What are the barriers there? Do you have mm-hmm. support at home? Like, are you stressed out too? Like what else is going on in your life? Um, and what I was finding particularly in my niche of um, pelvic floor was women that were coming in with pelvic pain, which is what I really liked working with, were also really stressed out, um, usually had a lot of overwhelm going on, and just a lot of these other factors that were playing a role in their pelvic issues and pelvic pain. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of led me down this new path, kind of doing my own thing. And then I had had a history of anxiety and also pelvic pain, which kind of got me into all of this. Mm -hmm. So I just started kind of paring down and niching down from there into working with women specifically with anxiety. Um, So most of the women that I see typically have some anxiety, maybe just feeling really overwhelmed by their life. And they want to be healthier. They want to get rid of their pain, but they just don't know where to start, and they just need a little bit of guidance, kind of helping them simplify things a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's super important um, to talk about, since I know that so many people, I'm sure, even to even today, like even though this is becoming a little bit more um, talked about, but they don't see that connection necessarily between their mental and physical health, and so I think that's super important to bring up and, and bring into people's awareness for sure. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know uh, in uh, working in uh, my arena, which is a um, private practice therapist, um, that that absolutely plays a part. The mental health uh, plays a part into a lot of the physical. So, um, yeah, so in terms of uh, bringing in a holistic approach, um, how do you – How do you address that? How do you uh, talk to them about that?
2: Yeah, definitely. So whether someone's really coming to me straight for like a physical therapy issue or if it's more coming to me more for health coaching, um, I always start with a little bit different approach than I used to. Um, I really am looking at the whole person. I just kind of ask them to tell me their story what's going on. Um, and just kind of leaving that space to let them tell me what's going on instead of just diving right into, you know, their shoulder (laughs) or whatever, you know, really kind of listening to them. And then, um, I also, a lot of times will do something called a clarity meditation. So I just take them through a a bit of a guide meditation just to really kind of clear out all of that clutter and chaos that's going on in their mind. And a lot of times that helps them get a little bit more clear on exactly what they're wanting from me. And also what their goals are just in general. It just kind of helps them get a little bit more clear on what they want. Um, and that might, might mean a very, <laughs> in a very global sense, or it might mean something mm-hmm. really, really specific. Um, it just kind of helps calm everything down. Because a lot of times we're just rushing in and we have all these to-do lists floating around in our head. So just taking that time to kind of give them a little bit of space right off the, you know, right off the bat um, in our first session. And then mm-hmm. kind of going from there after mm-hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the ways. And yeah. And then I also include, um, you know, yoga and meditation throughout my treatment with people and talking Mm -hmm. about their diet and their stress and their support team and all of that stuff. So just kind of using those other things that we don't always do, um, as Mm -hmm. providers in other settings.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's awesome because, um, I know, yeah, we all um, look at surface symptoms And, you know, want that quick fix, but you need to kind of really, so I love that you do the meditation because I think that's when certain things start bubbling up and you really start recognizing the the source of the things that are going on. And so I just think that's so awesome. And I'm, I'm a big believer in meditation and just kind of slowing down and, you know, kind of really listening instead of just kind of, you know, impulsively just reacting to whatever is going on for you so so that's really great yeah definitely,
2: and it it also gives them a chance to you know when we all see new people and someone you don't know you don't exactly come in and say hey here's my whole life story and here's what's like and you're kind of embarrassed and you don't know what to share and you don't know the person and that clarity meditation a lot of times people cry um i cry almost every time that i do it you know on the other end um and it just helps you be like, no, it's okay. Like what, what's really, let's get down to what's really bothering you. Cause if we don't get straight to it, we're not really going to get anywhere. But you know, how often as providers in most settings, do, are we able to do that? You know, we right. don't, we don't have the time. We have all these productivity, um, restrictions. And so I just think that that's what really drove me to kind of having my own practice so that I could actually spend that time and really help someone in that way.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, So how have you most, I guess, seen mental health play into people's physical health? Like what's the main thing that you are seeing?
2: For sure. Um, I think part of it would be what I started to mention earlier, which is having a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress and tension, which I feel like all of us, everyone can (laughs) kind of relate to. Um, You know, for some people, it's on a different, different scale, but Having that also leads to physical tension. So, for me as a physical therapist, I see that um, in their pelvic floor with pelvic pain, pelvic tension. Your pelvic floor muscles are just like any other muscle in your body in terms of how they um, act and respond to things. So, muscle tension there that can lead to um, pain and issues, as well as headaches. You know, we have that shoulder tension. So, you can think of your mm-hmm. pelvic floor like your shoulders when you draw your shoulders up. Your pelvic floor sometimes it does that too. So, headaches, pelvic pain, stomach discomfort. So Mm -hmm. abdominal issues, digestive issues, um, bloating, lots of different things like that, that we'll see as pelvic physical therapists as well. Um, So a lot of those things with our mental health are usually highly impacting our physical health. We just don't always, we don't always have the awareness to kind of figure out the connection. Um, Mm -hmm. And it might not just be just our mental health. It might be some other things, but I think it's a big piece that we always need to look at when it comes to our physical health too.
1: Absolutely, I think you know. So many of the clients that I um, uh, work with that have anxiety, a lot of them have the IBS. Yeah. Um, you know, and I always uh, definitely there's a connection between the mental health piece and then the um, the IBS. You know, and like you said, I'm sure there's other aspects affecting it or physical things, but uh, certainly anxiety is one that uh, aggravates it for sure. Yeah, so,
2: absolutely. That's exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so is there a common theme of difficulty that you notice with people that you work with that maybe they don't even realize? I think,
2: you know, in terms of that, I would say that, you know, a lot of us, you know, we all are a little bit more aware. We're talking about this kind of overwhelm and things like that. And I've gotten more aware, but I kind of forget sometimes it's easy. Once you become aware of something, you forget what it was like when you were not aware. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think that what I see a lot is just that major kind of overwhelm in their life that they don't even realize. It's just kind of, they see it as just part of life, you know, with work and maybe children and, you know, having all of this stuff to do or trying to do so many things um, and accomplish all of the things and we're supposed to accomplish all of them perfectly. Um, and we have this huge to-do list and it all has to be done right now. We have to meet all of our goals right now, or, you know, I'm not going to do anything and just kind of having that big full plate um, and we're we think that all of it has to stay on there and we have mm-hmm. to like hold it up really high and none of it's going to fall off. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and I, you know, really talking to people and helping them know that it's okay to take some of that off their plate and they're not lesser than because they have to remove some of the things. And I know I struggled with that. I still do struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of one of the big things as well as just not making their health a priority. I think a lot of people now, our priorities are just shifted to other people and work and things that we feel are really important in the moment, but when we really step, you know, have that space to kind of step back, we're like,
0: wow, is that actually
2: the most important thing in my life? Maybe right. we should kind of shift our focus, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think I, um, the whole, like, like you talked about, like filling up your whole plate and having all these things to do is almost like glamorized in some ways. And yeah, it's definitely. kind of how we're taught to be. Yeah, know, really busy. Ch- 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 yeah. It's almost yeah. like if you're not busy, what do you, like, it's kind of weird to hear if someone says they're not busy. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And so I think that's a interesting point to bring up for sure. And like, I think it's just being taught something different. Like we're not taught this other way of living and that there is another choice and way to do yeah. things.
1: Yeah. And I like the way, um, yeah, like you talk about prioritizing your health. Cause I think some, um, I think we almost have to really look at it as that's to input it into our schedule as that's just one of the main things we do. So, um, and absolutely. And so I think that's, yeah, great. You really have to, that you stress that. Yeah. That it's it's such a priority. Yeah. I know
2: people, and it was really hard for me. Like I had to make a lot of really, really difficult decisions in order to make my health a priority because a lot of things it's not just easy. Sometimes it's not easy things, Um, Sometimes it is, you know, we can always make small changes with how we're eating and trying to exercise more or maybe adding a meditation, you know, schedule, things like that. But sometimes it's big things like quitting our jobs that are toxic or letting go of people in our life that are really toxic or, you know, sometimes it's bigger and that's not easy to do. And I don't expect people to make these huge changes in one day, but all it starts with is awareness that one of those things in our life is kind of a big factor and moving towards making changes. Um absolutely. sometimes it's not definitely
0: not easy.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how do you take what you're you've been talking about, this more holistic approach that we've been talking about um in terms of your own health and well being? And I know you mentioned you do meditation and yoga, but in general, like how do you take what you teach, I guess, and do it with your your and apply it to yourself.
2: Yeah. Well that was one of the reasons that I kind of started I was always wanting to kind of make some shifts in what I did is you know, as a physical therapist, I was like, how can, how can we as providers preach all of these things and then not do any of them because we're so stressed out trying to help everyone else. It's like, there has to be a balance. And I really wanted to step back and work on myself and get healthier myself so that I could help more people, not just running myself ragged. Um, and so now, you know, I have more flexibility to, you know, work out, more. um, I lift weights with my husband. He's a personal trainer. So having the time now to do that before it was, you know, maybe getting in something after work when I was absolutely exhausted. Um, I I also really like to walk. So trying to find time to walk when the weather is nice, walking outside with my husband, we like to do that. It's a great time for some clarity too. And we, I kind of come up with lots of ideas and Things like that on the walking,
1: yeah, and then yeah, yeah. yoga.
2: I, I teach yoga, but I also really try to make time because it's not the same teaching as just going to a class yourself. So absolutely, yeah, yeah that's a big <laughs> one. So I try to make sure that I go to classes too. Um, meditation we talked about. I honestly am always working. I am not by any means practicing meditation the way that I would like to be. That is one that's been hard. I. I I would like to do more yoga nidra myself versus teaching it. I would definitely like to meditate a little bit more than I currently am. Um, But that's one of the things that I'm working on myself. And then food is a big one. Food is um, a a priority for my husband and I. I mean, that's something that is um, uh, a non-negotiable. So we don't, Mm -hmm. there's no negotiation. Like our food is always priority. We make the time, we spend whatever money we need. Like that's kind of something that's just non-negotiable in our household is what we're eating. so, yeah, I think that those are kind of the the big ones. I really had to keep, because of my history with anxiety, um, you know, I really kind of have to keep some things in check and constantly be checking in with myself because when I start to notice that overwhelm um, coming up, I got to step back and figure out what I need to do uh, to kind of get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the health stuff, then I also do like crafting, knitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that are huge for me to kind of step away from everything else and just kind of use your hands
0: and lose yourself mm-hmm. in something for a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, those
0: are all the things. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I feel yeah, like those types okay. of things are like the the hand things are also just like sort of another form of meditation too. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. Where mind and body are connected, everything's all focused on one thing. Um, yeah. And in, in the present moment. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I like to do puzzles. Yeah, that's <laughs> so a great think, yeah. So, yeah, so. <laughs>
2: yeah. I try to help people find whatever that is for them, you know? I'm like, you don't have to learn how to knit, you know? Just find something that a right. lot of people think, I'm not creative, I can't do those things. I'm like, no, you can do, like, it can be anything, you know? A lot of people just right. want to have that hard stop, like, that's not for me. Um, I think it's important just to step outside your box sometimes and try some things. take a class. Uh, you right. just never know what you might find doing that, so
1: i know and it's different than uh i think people you know sometimes uh want to go scroll through their instagram or whatever but it's a different type of thing you know when you're talking about more like a meditative kind of soothing calming activity that's yes. um yeah to take away care of from yourself screens. Yes.
0: yes no <laughs> screens no, no screens, screens. Activity is.
1: <laughs> exactly yeah i don't
0: i don't think anyone walks away from social media like feeling better or calmer
2: usually so <laughs> not typically, no
1: unless true. you have a meditation app then right, then, right. Then maybe. yeah
2: <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah i know it's hard it's uh, you know i'm i know because i use social media for my business and stuff And right. i try to um right it's hard i think and but i try to tell people that you know finding a balance i always say things like taking weekends or days or even like whole vacations where you're just completely you know no social media phone is off kind of thing um is really important
1: i think that is yeah yeah because there's always i i feel a little bit of a hyper vigilance when i'm uh having my phone around and needing to you know watch and communicate there's sort of this on edge feeling all the time at least that's what i notice. and when it's not there that's totally gone so yeah, yeah. So just let
2: it go. Instead of, I feel like you're always trying to, you know, answer, you're always trying to respond and be, right. you know, not everyone feels that way. I think it's a certain personality. It's like, I have to answer sure. it right now. I have to, yeah. um, Sure. but if you just commit and even tell people like, Hey, I'm not going to be responding for, I'm not going to be like, I'm checking out for four days or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, it allows you to truly do that. Um, Absolutely. Is it's important. Yeah, Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, can you just share like three the three biggest tips for people on how to approach their health holistically that you would um, uh, encourage them them to do?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I think you know some of them we've probably already kind of talked about. Sort of rechapping, okay. I guess is one would be first kind of taking some time, whether it's a few minutes every day or maybe it's once a week, where you just sit down and kind of slow down. So maybe it's meditating, maybe it's a little bit of yoga, but it can just be sitting, you know, just sitting in your car with no one around, whatever it is, it's taking a minute to just sit there and feel what you feel and figure Mm -hmm. out what's going on and just letting whatever come up, come up and just giving yourself that space to just be and see Mm -hmm. what happens. So just kind of slowing down a little bit. Um, that could be meditating. Another one would be, um, breathing so my business is called all about that breath breath kind of plays a role in everything that we do um so there's this rule people talk about like the three breath rule or something so before if you're a doctor you know before walking into a patient's room if you feel overwhelmed or before going into um a meeting or maybe you know before a difficult conversation um taking a moment and just taking three big deep breaths And then going into that moment fresh without whatever baggage you were about to bring in or whatever attitude you were kind of feeling you needed to bring in, um, that one has been really helpful. And then also finding a diet that works for you, like letting go of all of these fad diets or it has to be like this perfect, I got to follow this diet. Every single individual usually requires, you know, a a specific, you know, something that works for them. And so taking time to explore that, you're not going to find it overnight. Mm-hmm. Um but taking time to explore that usually that involves a, a care team. I like to talk about a care team. I think all all people need, you know, you need more than one person that's gonna help you on your journey. And so that's a big one for that. You know, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not a dietitian or a physician. So right. I always make sure that I have all those other people um helping my clients too.
1: Awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. And very last question. Where can people find you? Where like plug all your your <laughs> stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, well, like I said, my business is called all about that breath. Um, my name is Cassandra sharp. So my website is all about that And then I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I have pages, same, same name, all about that breath. So you can pretty much find me on any of those places. Email awesome. me, reach out on there. It doesn't matter.
0: Cool. I, love I love that that name. Op- yeah. Thank you. I love that name.
1: <laughs> and yeah. we'll, um,
0: we'll put all of that information too in the show notes so people can just like click directly from there. Um, but yeah, otherwise, thanks so much for coming on today. I think this was really helpful. We haven't talked about the physical side of things really at all yet. So I think bringing this holistic approach and talking about health as, as a whole is really important to discuss and bring up. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, great. Thank Thank you you so much. So much for having me. Thank you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Thank you so
0: much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Once again, um, if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, that would be awesome. Um, Also go ahead and give Cassie a follow. All of her links are in the show notes. Um, We thought this was a really awesome episode and something that we haven't talked about before. So we're super glad we got to talk about it. So if you found it helpful, we would love if you could share it with a friend, if you could tag us on Instagram that you're watching it or listening to it. That would be great too we are on instagram at the psyched framework um also again link in the show notes for that and you can give us a follow there um we also have the psyched facebook group which you can go ahead and join where we talk about self-esteem tips and um, more information about that and again we only have two days left before our illuminate your inner light program doors close so if you're interested in that go ahead and join the program at the link in the show notes as well. Um, If you have any questions about that before you join, feel free to email us, reach out on Instagram. Um, There are a few places there that you can reach us. So if you have questions about the program before joining, feel free to reach out. Otherwise, we will talk to you guys next week.